baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is 949 as Total Information AM continues. Highland, Illinois native Greg Holthouse passed away from a cardiac emergency. Unexpectedly, in 2013, he was only 18 years old. Since then, his family formed the Greg Holthouse Memorial Fund in his honor with a mission to provide training, testing, and equipment vital to preventing and treating sudden cardiac arrest. It's the number one killer of student-athletes. There are a pair of heart screening events to tell you about this weekend, and we have Greg's mother, Gail Holthouse, on the line with us. Gail, thank you so much for being with us today. Well, good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning Um, to you. Can you tell us about Greg? I would love to tell you about Greg. Um, Greg was the youngest of five children. He um, was a two-sport athlete. He loved baseball, football. Baseball was his passion. Um, He also loved coaching. Greg was seemingly healthy. He he had graduated high school 2013. He was enrolled at Rankin Technical College in one of their electrical programs. And um, before he started Rankin, we decided, you know, he was going to live there. So there was an optional uh, physical. So he had a physical in August 2013 and everything, you know, came back normal. We didn't expect anything to be abnormal because Greg, you know, like I said, was a seemingly healthy 18-year-old. Um, on October 13th, which, you know, I, I've never counted, but I assume it's about six weeks after his physical, he was visiting friends at the University of Missouri in Columbia, and he woke up not feeling well. So his friend, you know, one of his best friends showed him where the bathroom was, the dorm bathroom, and then his friend went back to sleep. Uh, they, The friends woke up a couple hours later and realized that Greg wasn't anywhere around, so they went to look for him and found him blue and unresponsive on the bathroom floor. Um, Because of that, and you've kind of already went into this a little bit, because Greg was by himself, there was no one to do CPR. And CPR would have doubled his chances of survival. If someone would have been there with an AED, um, an automated external defibrillator, his chances would have tripled. If um, we had known about this heart condition, we would have had him at the doctor and we would have had him checked out and we would have either had a procedure done or been on a medication that would, you know, keep his heart in a good rhythm. But we, we didn't know any of those things and we didn't know that they had heart screenings for youth that could pick these things up. Yeah, that was what I was going to ask you, because we just said that it's the number one killer of student athletes, sudden cardiac arrest, and he had just had a physical. So I I would imagine that's maybe not top of mind for doctors when they're seeing an 18-year-old to check for that, but they could have. I mean, there is a test that can find that. Yes, a simple EKG or um, an echocardiogram 
in in Greg's case, he had a enlarged heart, something called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, or they refer to it as HCM. So his heart, um, the heart muscle, your heart's about the size of your fist, and his heart didn't grow larger in size, but the muscles grew thicker. And with a thicker muscle, it's harder to pump the blood throughout the body. And that's what happened to him. And I, I, I always say up front, I am not a medical professional. I am a mom. So any medical information you get from me, you might want to check it. But um, anyway, he, um, yeah, he had hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. And one in 300 of our youth have some sort of unknown cardiac condition. And sometimes it might be something that's, you know, relatively mild and not earth shattering, but it also might be something like Greg had and, you know, take them down right away. He, you know, he he probably never knew what hit him. Um, you know, and one of the things, too, I like to bring up is that when um, when our youth, when you're born with something, you don't necessarily know any different. So if he if he or any of you know the other kids or young adults who have had heart conditions like Greg did they um you know they've lived with maybe chest pains or a little bit of shortness of breath or so they don't know that that's not supposed to be happening so sometimes there may be symptoms but we don't recognize them so when you're doing a health physical it's always good to talk with your child instead of just checking the box because you know you may not know to us he was he was fine there was nothing that would indicate that this was going to happen um, i imagine too that if people hearing this might ask their doctor could you do an ekg which of course because of insurance and everything else they probably don't want to necessarily do a test like that for no reason, which brings us to something that you're doing this upcoming Sunday and Monday, doing a, a screening. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, we are doing, we partner with a group called MCOR, and they are also a nonprofit foundation. They're, they travel from Ohio, and they uh, we set up these screenings in advance. For um, they they charge seventy nine dollars for a limited echo and EKG, which is performed by a cardiac sonographer, so someone who only does heart um, you know heart screenings, usually in a hospital setting. We charge thirty four dollars for that because that was Greg's jersey number was thirty four dollars. So our um, so the Greg Holthouse Memorial Fund picks up forty five dollars. For each um, for each person that we screen, we um, let's see the we've been with MCOR for over four years now, and we've funded over 450 screenings for youth 12 to 22 years old, and we've had tw- uh, 23 abnormalities discovered, and six of them were life threatening. So it's you know this is this is very important and very near and dear to my heart. Um, and with that said, I also need to mention that that this, this screening is already full. Um, usually our screenings will fill up prior to, um, you know, to the date. But we do have another screening um, coming up in July. So on July 9th and July 10th, July 9th, we will um, hold a heart, this similar heart screening, same company, at the Edwardsville YMCA 
at the Nybauer branch in Edwardsville, Illinois. That's July 9th. And then on July 10th, uh, we will have it at the Centene Community Ice Center in Maryland Heights. So we will, we do not, we're a small nonprofit. I'm I'm not real tech savvy. So at this point, we don't have a website, but we have a Facebook page. And I um, will have the information for that on the Facebook page today. We um, have been frantically kind of working to get all the details uh, ironed out. So um, anyway. And what should people look for on Facebook? The Greg Holthouse Memorial Fund? Yes. Yes. And that's H-O-L-T-H-A-U-S, Greg Holthouse Memorial Fund. One in 300 kids has an undetected heart condition, as Gail said. The American Academy of Pediatrics and American Heart Association recommend that all children be screened for sudden cardiac arrest every two or three years. So the screenings will be set up. The Greg Holthouse Memorial Fund is helping fund part of those screenings. And Gail Holthouse, we appreciate you joining us very much on KMOX. Well, thank you, and I appreciate you having me. This Heart Month is very important because, you know, we lost Greg, and he was, you know, the light of our lives. So um, thank you very much, and we just don't want anyone else to have to go through what we went through. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.